Hello everybody, welcome to the eCoach Club podcast, your best and most convenient source of coach education. On today's podcast, we will discuss the research paper, the undervalued set piece, analysis of soccer throw-ins during the English Premier League 2018-2019 season. Throw-ins occur more frequently than corner kicks, free kicks and goal kicks highlighting the influence throw-ins could have on professional soccer. Usually they are ignored by coaches in practice, including myself, but why? Well, let's talk about this study and see if we can unearth any potential reasoning as to why we should work on throw-ins regularly. So how did they carry out this study? 16,154 throw-ins from 380 Premier League matches during the 2018 to 2019 season were analysed. The results were really interesting. I'm going to give them to you in a list format so you guys can take each result as it is. Higher final league position was linked to increased throw-in success and possession retention. So, Basically, those teams that were higher in the league retained possession more so than those teams who did not finish as high in the league from throw-ins. 83% of throw-ins resulted in a successful first contact. 54% resulted in possession being retained. And 8.8% of throw-ins led to a shot on goal from the possession achieved after a successful first contact from a throw-in. Throw-ins which went backwards or laterally in direction resulted in increased first contact success, retaining of possession and shot creation. Throwing the ball backwards resulted in the highest first contact success rate with a 24.9% increase compared to throwing the ball forwards. This is interesting because I often see underage teams in Ireland continuously throw the ball forward. Length of throw-in did not affect success rates regardless of location. However, when throwing forwards, as the length increased, there was a reduction in success. The least efficient throw-in was forwards and long, which resulted in both reduced first contact success and possession retention. Backwards and lateral throws were more likely to produce shots than forward throws, irrespective of the length of the throw. Okay, so what exactly can we conclude from this? First contact success, possession retention, and shot creation results in teams winning or drawing more matches, i.e. gaining more points to be ranked higher in the league. Or we can say higher ranked teams use more effective throw-in strategy, resulting in greater success. 83% of throws resulted in a successful first contact. 54% resulted in the team retaining possession for seven seconds or longer, with the shot being achieved 8.8% of the time from throw-ins after successful first contact. So that's something to aim for. 
the most common direction of throw being forwards at either medium 10 to 20 yards or long 20 yard distances. However, the data suggested this throw-in strategy, although being the most common, is also the least effective at both achieving a successful first contact and retaining possession. The direction showed throwing backwards had a longer average possession than forwards or laterally, with throwing it backwards keep, uh, resulted in keeping the ball for 24 seconds, and laterally 18 seconds, and throwing the ball forwards 13 seconds. With both first contact success and retaining of possession demonstrating clear advantages for throwing backwards or laterally. So guys, what can you take from this? Amongst all these facts, I would like you guys to consider this from these results. Throw-ins may be linked to final league performance. And lastly, throwing the ball laterally or backwards can increase throw-in success rates in comparison to throwing the ball forwards. So get that into your players' heads. And they're the main points I would like you to consider. I hope you guys enjoyed your short, evidence-based bite of coach education for today. And from all of us here at the eCoach Club podcast, have a great day and see you next time.